Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Okay, we're in Perak uh, Yud Aleph and Shir Yud Beis. Uh, the Mesil uh, Sharim now goes on into other areas of interpersonal reactions that people have to be very careful about as far as the Indian of Nikias, to come to the meat of Nikias. And the next one he says, Harachilus Veloshan Hara. Rechilus meaning saying false things about other people. Loshan hara meaning saying things even that are true about other people. Kvar chamrei noida v'goidel anofov ki rabba ma'oid at shekvar gozru. Oymer chachomim z'choyne l'vrocha b'mamr shekvar iskarti. We already discussed previously this idea. Loshan hara, issues of loshan hara is something that is very easy for a person to fall into and something which um, we have to be very careful about. And obviously we can't, we don't have to be marich here. There's so much material out there about Lashon Hara, so many stories, so many uh, um, shiurim about the Chaymer HaIsr of Lashon Hara. But for our purposes, let's take the next step. B'chulam ba'avak Lashon Hara. We, let's assume we have learned the halachas and we know what we should and shouldn't say, but there's also the concept of avak Lashon Hara, which is just the dust of Lashon Hara. How does it work? So, for example, a person says, uh, you know, by this guy's house, the fire is always burning. Meaning what? Meaning that there's always cooking going on. Means a lot of food there. People are eating a lot. Um, and it's, it's, it's a very innocent statement, but it carries with it a, a negative connotation that somebody could be embarrassed by. Or, you know somebody uh, uh, who's an enemy of somebody else, and you praise the person in front of his enemy, which only gets the enemy more angry and causes trouble. So these things in and of themselves may not be intrinsically Lashon Hara, but they are Avak Lashon Hara, because they cause pain and they cause embarrassment, and one is just as important that one has to stay away from these kind of things. These things seem like innocent statements. There are many, many ways the Yetzirah will work on you, and some of these little things that seem so innocent uh, can become very problematic. One of the things, for example, uh, the Chavaz Chaim writes in Shemir Saloshim, he writes the following, Yizor Laval Yedaber Uman Oidois B'neim Nasai. A person who is a uh, professional of some site of some sort, be, be it a doctor, a lawyer, a tailor, uh, a shoemaker, anybody like anybody who has a craft or a, or a profession, should not speak about other people in his profession. Even if he doesn't say good or bad, if you if you have to find yourself necessary to say something, I'll call quantum yikatzer es amidasai because once you start talking about a competitor, once you start talking about somebody else who's in the business, uh, the next step is you're going to say something maybe not so nice or maybe something that will put them down for your own benefit. And you come very easily from these types of things into real Lashon Hara. So he continues, Anything that was said that but the outcome of it, even if it seems far-fetched, can become da- damaging or embarrassing to your friend. Whether it's in front of him or not. 
Lifnei Hamokam. This is considered a, a, a gradation of Loshon Horuk. Shomrolov comes Saper Loshon Horuk. You look like a beaker. That's that's and this is what Chazal said that if a person says lashon hara, it's just like he's a kaifer beaker, kaifer nakadosh baruch hu. A krok siv and it's a pasuk kimi lashni baseisuriyeu oisayatzmis that a person will uh, uh, if he slanders somebody else even if it's secret he will be cut down he will be uh, destroyed so to speak. So lashon hara again we know a lot about we don't have to be marich on it. But he continues gam hasino v'hanekima kasher ma'od she molit mimenu leiv. A foolish heart, it's hard for them to get away from the concept of sinna and the concept of nekima. And next time we're going to talk a little bit more about nekima, even though a little bit we will now too. But I want to spend a little moment talking about sinna. There's a Pesach, the Pesach says in Parshish Kedoshim, you're not allowed to hate your friend. And this is a mitzvah, this is a mitzvah like eating trephus. The Rambam in his Sefer Mitzvah mentions the Mitzvah. You're not allowed to harbor hate, which means somebody did something wrong, you're upset at him, you're angry at him, you hate him. You're not allowed to keep that hate in your heart. It's also it's a to keep it in your heart, even if you don't express it. And the halacha is, one is a person to go and confront the person at least three times. Um, and then, and to, to try to get it out and work out the problem. Um, and if you try and it's not going, then, you know, you're, then you are, you, you're makayim, at least you're not over the law of lesisna But the concept of harboring sinna in the heart is, is a real thing. It's a real halacha. And people have to be very careful about it. You can't just walk around. And the Chafetz Chaim explains that what does it mean? Because if you're going to harbor that hatred and you're not going to deal with it, eventually you're going to ambush this guy. Eventually you're going to hurt this person. And he won't even know what hit him. He won't even know how to defend himself or be prepared for it. So the Indian of Sinna is a very, very harsh of an issue. This Indian of Laisissa that people have to remember, this is a halacha minatayra. This is a real love. And then he says, Unikima and, and uh, taking revenge is a similar thing. A person who is embarrassed or he has tsar from somebody else. To get revenge is so sweet. It's so, you know, he feels he has to get revenge. At least he'll have some, uh, some, some pleasure out of it. This will allow him to rest and relax and not be so upset. If a person is will, will will not act on it and will not take revenge, because the POSIC says you're not allowed to take revenge. And if he's in a place where he could take Nakama, we could take revenge, he won't. And he won't, as we'll see, even not take revenge, but say to the person, you know, I could have taken revenge. If a person can come to that level and take it out of his mind that he's not going to respond to it, that's a person who is a strong person, has achieved a mida of Nikias. This is something maybe that you have to be almost a malach. It's much easier for a malach to deal with this than it is for a person who is a boss of a dom who is based in an offer to get rid of these feelings. However, this is the gzeir of Makarish Baruch 
Mekroiz Galuyim Be'er Hetev. And there are many Psukim here. Like we said, these are lavim in the Torah. So we don't have an opportunity to say, well, it's okay, I'm a human being, I can't control this. Yes, you can. We have an obligation that we're supposed to, and the Torah gives us the etza, how to overcome it and how to deal with it. Um, there's there's a, a, an interesting story that's told about a, a very chosh of a yid. His name was uh, Rabbi Meir Marim. Um, and he was the uh, more the Asr in Kubrin uh, before the war, um, and he was a person who was known to be a Mavra al Midaisov. And the Chazal say that uh, a Talmud Chacham who is not Noikim ben Noiter Kenachosh is not a Talmud Chacham. A Talmud Chacham has to be able to to take revenge or to take uh, to stand up for Kavod Atayr, etc., etc., and he has to be able to be Noiter ben Noiter Kenachosh. So they went to him and they said. You know, uh, you're not allowed to take revenge, and and you're over always around me. Doisa, you're not, you never, you never respond to anything that's uh, that's done negative. You don't, you don't take that kind of revenge. I, you're a Talmud Chacham. How is that possible? The Chazal say that a Talmud Chacham should take revenge. So his response was, in the Asad Lovei, when I come in front of the Bezdin Shamala, if I took revenge on somebody, they're going to come and they're going to say to me. Why did you take revenge? And I'm going to say, well, I'm a Talmud Chacham, and a Talmud Chacham has to be Noikim and Noiter And all the Bezer Shamala will begin to laugh and make fun of me, that this is a Talmud Chacham, you're a Talmud Chacham. And if I don't take revenge, and I come to the Bezer Shamala, and they'll say, well, you're a Talmud Chacham, how come you didn't take revenge? I will say, I didn't know I was a Talmud Chacham. I didn't know I'm such a great person, I'm a Talmud Chacham. So then let them say what they're going to say, but they won't make fun of me. And in other words, this this yesoid of being Nike of Nikeim is a very, very uh, important yesoid and a very, very important issue. Um, the lastly, uh, I, I do want to bring down something from Rabbi Cheskel Levenstein. Rabbi the Mashgiach, said that um, if a person will come to you and say, I keep Kola Kula, except Kedoshim to you, the, these mitzvahs, the Nikim and the Tira, these are very hard. I can't keep these Kedoshim to you mitzvahs. He says, such a person is b'chalal orak asha lo yokam es hazois. This person is considered a, a cursed person because he's not makayim a part of the Torah. This is how we have to look at these issues. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.